We now welcome on to the program Mr. Daniel Price, this week's leading scorer other than myself who walked away with the W. So welcome on, Daniel. Happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Thank you, thank you. So Start from the bottom. Yep, and now we are here just slightly above the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> just beating Zach here. Can't seem to win a game if his life's trended on it. Well, you know, everyone struggles at different times in their life. Perhaps this is just uh, just Zachy's. But before we get into uh, for the teams, for the matchups, let's get an update on Daniel, the person. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I was good until I tore the ACL. Uh, COVID for me didn't really do much. I mean, I was isolated, but, you know, you got I got on an unemployment. I was furloughed, so I shot all my benefits. And then I went right back to work after two, two or three months. And then I tore my ACL. And now I'm out of work for been out the past two months. I can't do any acting or my job. And I've been pretty much put on like steady movement, slow steps, slow recovery time. Right. Everything's great other than the ACL. Wasn't for the ACL. I feel like I'm like San Francisco 49ers. We're all just sitting around dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was news to me last week when Mike mentioned your ACL. Granted, I'm the furthest one from everyone, so it's not surprising that I didn't know what was going on. But in case anyone else didn't know what was going on, I wanted to get an update there and let everyone know uh, how you were doing and uh, how you were coming along with your recovery and injury. Yeah, we're moving. Uh, PT, they said uh, I'm like way ahead of schedule. I actually went in there, and Adrian Peterson's got like one of the fastest recovery times for an ACL repair. Yeah, and I literally walked in, told my PT guy and my uh, doctor slash surgeon, and I was like, I want to be on the Adrian Peterson track. <laughs> so every time I go in there, they pretty much just beat me to death. I'm sweating like a lord. Yeah, well, um, you got to set got to set those stretch goals. You never, you know, amaze anyone if you just shoot for the middle. You got to shoot for the top, and you know, yeah, there you go. Do what you can to make get yourself there. But okay, glad to hear you're on the man. Glad to hear that's going well. I have no doubt you'll be back on your feet faster than faster than I'd be able to. That's for sure. I have no, that I have no doubt about. Faster than most at the same time as well. I'd I hope it never happens. I, I don't wish this on anybody. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we see it all the time, like watching football, you're like, oh, ACL, happens to guys, sucks, they're going to be down for a year. But then when it actually happens to someone you know, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like a major life disruption that you, you don't just get to go away and just not hear from you for a year, then you're back on your feet, like no sweat. You don't see the grind and the 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 hustle and how hard it is to, you know, come back from something like that. And just teaching yourself, like, relearning the walk, either, like, relearn how to ride a bike because it was weird because you start taking pressure off and that's really bad. You got to, like, keep normal rhythm or else you just takes even longer and it's just little baby It's, like, literally, like, you know, your mind knows how to run, crawl, walk, sprint, right. and then you go in there and you're just like, this whole hip movement thing doesn't feel right with mm-hmm. my leg. And you take, like, you start off taking, like, really long steps and, like, exaggerating my left leg in your head it just doesn't make sense but physically you can't do it. So it's just like, Holy shit. Yeah, sounds tough. It's got, I, guess, I guess it's the, the little victories that uh, you know, keep you moving forward. For sure, for sure. Okay. Well, this past week, like I said, you were the third highest scoring team, highest scoring team other than myself that walked away with a W. This was the first week that you actually had a complete full lineup submitted. So kudos to you for getting Thank all God. starters in there, people who took the field. And, you know, the results, you know, speak for themselves. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Week one, put on auto drafts because I missed the draft, dumbass. Um, but the team wasn't that bad. And then, yeah, right off the bat, questionable. Immediate injury reserve, right in the beginning of the season, starting running back. Sanders is out, and I was just like, 
right, so somehow I pull up money against Tommy, I guess just because he spoke it to the universe for me. They <laughs> gave it a W. And then after that, I had like a, a string of like, on, like even when I did search up on the waiver wire, I had all these special players that immediately the second like game day, Saturday, uh, Sunday, injury reserve. I think the time you were like, do something, I had like six players on IR. And I was sitting with Mike, and I was like, I don't know what he wants me to do. Right I can't do anything. Everyone I pick up dies. <laughs> no, I, I had the had that pulled up, sort of going over the team. I said you have like seven waiver wire moves so far this season. Like four of them happened at the same time when you sort of overhauled your roster of everyone that was just sort of mm-hmm. like dead weight at the time. But like looking back over your team and like there's not. I mean, obviously the, everyone's dealing with a lot of injuries. It's kind of an injury, you know, just laden year. But when I was actually looking at your team, like you haven't had like uh, Devontae Adams and Kenny Galladay at the same time yet this season. Like you said, Miles Sanders was out at the start. Kenny Galladay was out. Now Devontae Adams has been out. And both of the Packers and the Lions are on bye this week or this coming week. But after that, presumably, they'll both be on the field. Sanders looks to be back. And there's a lot of good things about your team to be excited about. Like a lot of my my players are ranked like 100-something, but that's because they played like one or two games. Mm Mm-hmm. Or one game, so it's like I've got like this roster of like star players that I've been trying to like slowly hold on to and not push onto the waiver wire because I'm like, please, for the love of God, just come off injury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next week, next week was kind of good. Um, this week, I mean, the only thing I put up victory victory was uh, I traded for Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. and he went off. Thank God. And I had uh, two other players that I just like. I yeah, I like overall did some waiver wire stuff because well, two things. One. You asked Mike, "What do I? What what pointers do you have for your brother?" And I was like, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then too, I would like peek into the chat every now and then, and I'd be like the example of like what not to do or <laughs> like how bad this is, you know? And I was like, "All right, all right, I gotta check this. One. I gotta you know, get on the waiver wire. I gotta look see worth grabbing." And I was like, "I got I gotta win a game. I gotta win something. This is getting ugly way too quick." Mm-hmm. Well, I guess like I'll, I'll say at least from my standpoint of trying to be like the one who offers like advice and suggestions and, you know, a little bit of, you know, backhanded compliments or ridicule at the same time. I, I, I did a poor job of trying to help you figure out what to do because I just saw people who weren't getting you points. I saw you needed to get wins. And the suggestion should have been to look to trade a certain piece of uh, Alexander Madison rather than drop him. Because now we're in the moment of why people roster Alexander Madison. Delvin Cook likely to miss this week. And suddenly he's the hottest name on the waiver wire. So I have failed you in that sense that I let you (laughs) drop him outright rather than try to trade him to somebody else who might have wanted to hold on to him. Some waiver requests on the board right now, which I think are gonna. I think help me. I feel confident about taking on Dan right now. I feel yeah. confident. I'm getting like my whole starting roster coming back. Uh, he's losing his uh, key quarterback and uh, key running back are both out on a bye this week. I got some. I, I, I think there's some pretty nasty trades on the waiver wire, on the waiver wire right now. Mm-hmm. That might just give me like a slight competitive edge, and I'm at. I'm gonna be Dan's first help. Uh, yeah, and no, I was I was gonna ask if you had looked uh, you know at your schedule much. I know like we're already in Wednesday. Generally, we're kind of far into the week, but because of the COVID and the Tuesday night game, we're sort of a little off. But I was gonna check and see if uh, you had looked ahead or knew what you were walking into uh, with Dan going up against you know the only undefeated team left in the league. And also, I don't know if you've you know we don't want to get uh, accused of you know looking ahead or looking you know past opponents, but I don't know if you know next week after Dan. You have Mike, so you have the undefeated team, and then you have your brother as kind of like a real back-to-back 
uh, matchup. And if you come ahead in both of them, then you've jumped up to 500 or above 500 after taking down like two of the top three teams in the league. So the weird thing about Mike is Mike always has close games. Like, if his opponent only scores 110 points, Mike's team only puts up, like, 120. Yeah. But then if his opponent scores, like, 190, Mike's team will go put up 201. So, like, Mike's always pain in the ass. I mean, he's been like that every year. He's always pain in the ass play because for some reason it's always like, oh, I should just beat his ass, right? His expectation is, like, 101, and then all of a sudden he's at, like, 188, and you're sitting at, like, 189, and you're watching the last, like, he's got one player left. He hasn't scored all game, and all of a sudden they get a fourth quarter, like, two-pointer. And you're just like... Every year with him, yep. and every game, so it's like annoying as shit to play Mike. <laughs> his team, <laughs> his team only does exactly what they need to do. Yeah. Like, no less, no more. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's George Southern Ultimate. He plays the caliber of his team and the opponent he's playing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, at least you know what you're what you're walking into. But this week, the big matchup against Dan, we'll see how we come out there. Hopefully, good. You know, for for all our sakes, you know, we hope for a victory for Daniel Price, bring Dan Jones down a peg, and try to even out the standings a little bit more. I think I look. There's currently, I think, five teams are all two and three. The record you have, one of them is even in the top six, like Rob's at that playoff cutoff line, and so. It's going to happen real quick. Where like there's going to be a lot of shuffling still in the standings this week and oh, yeah. next week. Like we are far from having a oh, clear next cut week's, next outcome. Week's, man, depending on what happens, uh, this will determine the roster. It'll be huge for me to take out the undefeated team. Yeah, for sure. And like, and like I think you said it well with you know, coming into this week, you know, um, Dan missing a few of his key players like due to bye. We're coming real into the thick of you know the bye week madness there, where we're going to find out what kind of depth people have and how they're able to compensate for not having those key guys that have maybe helped lead them to a winning record so far this year. Yeah, and my like my key players that have been on injury and everything. Luckily, they just had their buys. Yeah, they got to rest those injuries and everything else like that. So if I if I can. Avoid any more ridiculous injuries on my entire roster. I'll have a pretty like solid starting lineup for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, if being the key word, but yeah, for sure. And I think yeah. you have a lot of good depth at wide receiver. Like I said, you have Devontae Adams, you have Kenny Galladay, you also have AJ Brown, who was in contention for Rookie of the Year last year, coming back from his injury or illness. You also have- went off last night. Yeah. Yeah, did great with Corey Davis out. The, um, the Titans look to be uh, the real deal, capable of putting up points, and not just with Derrick Henry on the ground. And you also have uh, like T. Higgins, who's been you know a surprising asset for the Bengals. He actually, I think I heard that he has more routes run than any other wide receiver in mm-hmm. Cincinnati right now. So a lot was, of good uh, pieces. I think I picked him up last week because I was like, I probably need him late, just like depending on. Because also the thing I was paying attention to, man, I was I went back and I was like, all right, who's got What's the toughness of schedule left for these players and everything like that? Who can I rotate out and in? Who do I know is going to play a bad defense? Yeah. And everything else like that. And um, I feel pretty good. Yeah. And if yeah. I can just get through this next week, I feel, I feel pretty good. It could be all it takes. I'm glad to hear that you're you know, looking out and seeing all the possibilities and all the factors of who's playing who and you know what the rest of their upcoming schedules look like. So that's, I'm glad to see that you're uh, paying that close attention to detail and looking to sort of climb out of this hole you found yourself in. I was I was just I was getting too beat up and I was getting I was getting frustrated. I was like, everyone's talking shit about me. <laughs> Time to turn it on. Yeah, I was like, damn it, I gotta win it. I gotta win at least one. I gotta win at least one other one. Like I said, looking at your roster, I think the the only weakness that I could really point out would be like you know your secondary running back, but 
anyone could emerge. There's plenty of injuries that could happen. Someone could become more valuable than they are now, or all this depth you have at wide receiver could be turned into a running back somewhere down the line. So, I mean, that's by no means a permanent problem, but just sort of maybe a current one. But other than that, I mean, looking at your guys, I would not be surprised, you know, to see you back here sort of (laughs) earned outright as the number one overall scorer on a week. I'm trying to, I got a, I got a couple, uh, yeah, so I'm trying, I got some working right now to get, to make a play. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. No, no need to put all your cards on the table here. I'm sure we'll see uh, them. No, no, no. We'll see them laid out shortly. I imagine. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm definitely paying attention to that. They're right, I mean, that's been my, uh, aside from injuries, my, my Achilles heel has been the whole, like, I got one right back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've been trying like a fiend to just see if like a backup's going to emerge because of an injury or something like that. And it's just like, it's always been like, they're putting up nine points. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's, be, it's become more and more difficult to just, you know, find someone you can rely on week in, week out as the NFL's learned that you don't have to have just one guy in the backfield. All these teams have yep. two, three running backs now, and it's hard to find one that you can count on week in, week out. It's made pickings that much more slim. So it's definitely um, a difficulty for everyone to manage. Yeah, they go into this. I think the league's going to this two running back set now because like just injuries and everything else like that to avoid it. More and more depth you got yep. in your running back channel, the easier it is to keep like those big guys ready to go. So yeah, now for fantasy league, you're like, holy shit, <laughs> I gotta have, I gotta have the start at the backup. Yep. And yeah. I can't play him at the same time sometimes. I forget who I forget who has him. I forget whose team he's on. But whoever the Jarek McKinnon over got bit by that formula this past week, where McKinnon had scored every game in the season, and then Raheem Mostert comes back, and it's like, well, McKinnon gets one touch. You're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, no, it doesn't. But that's what the 49ers offense was doing. Plus, well, I mean, it, maybe it's not fair. We're going to hurt him. He's doing great. So we're going to take a couple games. Should you hear me? It's just like, yeah, mm, perhaps not fair. Yeah, it's good. That they got boat raced by the Dolphins and their quarterback, their starting quarterback, got benched at halftime because maybe he wasn't ready for his injury, but they were just getting crushed and they had no run game to talk about. But, you know, everything. Let's say, too, this, this season's been crazy. Yeah. When it comes to, like, key players and teams, we kind of, we kind of projected this. The Browns get waxed in the beginning of the season, and now they're, like, what, 3 and 1? 4 Coming and one. out of nowhere. 4 yeah. and 1. They're 4 and 1. Now coming out of nowhere, beating everyone's ass. And it's like, hold on, do I want these players now? Yeah, it's a question you got to ask yourself. They they are suddenly like I mean, even with uh, Chubb like down for a spell, like they're the most productive rushing team in football. Yeah, it's like what? Yep. So it's, yeah, it's just like these teams that you're like, ah, I probably should take these players. This guy might give me points. I'm keeping on my bench. Now like all of a sudden these other teams are coming out of nowhere. Titans, even though they got COVID killing them, they're undefeated. It's like what is happening? Yeah, it, this it, is the most bizarre year. Yeah, for them to have two weeks off, I mean, maybe because they had two weeks off, they were able to come and hang like 40 on the Bills who were like undefeated at the time, I think, or were doing great themselves yeah, and just spanked them. Yeah, they were undefeated at the time. And yeah. I had the defense. I couldn't. I was like, kidding me. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what a lot of people were expecting from the Titans, whether it was going to be, you know, it's the rest versus rest debate. If they were able to, to practice or stay like, you know, in game shape or like be ready for the game or if they're going to struggle because they didn't, weren't able to get together. But they, they, they were just fine. They were just fine. Yeah. It didn't even look like they had time off. Or if anything, it helped him because AJ was able to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Help him get back to closer to full strength. Yeah. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. But, Insane. All right. Well, this is by far the longest interview to date. So thank you for the back and forth. It's been fun chatting with you. Good to hear from you. Congrats right. once again on another victory good. to your season. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It was good to see you. I almost forgot what you look like. <laughs> oh, no major changes here. Same old, same old. If they broke, don't fix it. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was if it was yeah. en- it was enough to get a wife, it should be enough to keep a wife. So. <laughs> you hope, you hope. Yeah, I mean that's all I can hope for. I mean I just got to keep doing what I've been doing. It, it got me here. Hopefully it's going to keep me here. So you know, but at the same time, you know, you can't can't get slapped. You got to stay in your game. I'm sure all the uh, fantasy, I'm sure all the fantasy stuff you're doing, she's like it makes her more appreciative of you. It it amuses her to no end. I will say that she it's one of those those like she shakes her head like you know like this is adorable for you to care so much about something that has no value at all. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. I'm in my cave. Let me, let me do this. You're like four months out of the year. This is what I get to focus on. Just let me have it. Tommy, I don't think Tommy makes a decision anymore without consulting you. <laughs> you do a trade or a wave flight request. I'd be like, blessing the summer. No, I, I I know he consults at least one Twitter resource because I was I was tagged in a, in a in a tweet he sent out to some fantasy analyst asking for like a start sit decision. So I know he's out there getting all his resources, trying to take in as much information as he can. So arguably he's become more invested in it than most since he came up with his own algorithm and ranking system. So yeah, that thing hurt my feelings. <laughs> that was another thing. I, I popped on and like the last the last thing posted on there was just that ranking system. And at first I was looking at Dan, and I forgot that like he puts Dan for Dan Jones. Mm-hmm. I think like, that's not that bad. And then like I saw the, all the gaps in the space for me down there, and I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, that's me. I was I was a little okay. personal, a little personal. But. Yeah, you didn't you didn't have to space that out. Like, <laughs> I beat him week one without a full roster, but whatever, no hard feelings. Yeah, you're on the up and up I was now. Zaggy had one game, and I'm getting played at the bottom. I was like, what is this? It's like Jesus, man. Yeah. All right, I- fine, fine. I'll get on the waiver wire. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's uh, he's put a couple people on notice, so these might have to become like weekly, you know, additions that he adds in his own projections, so everyone can see how they've changed in Tommy's rankings. Yeah, in Tommy, in Tommy's rankings. No, that no one wants to be last in anything, so we need Tommy's rankings, and we it need. It was more so that he puts like seven. I think I counted nine spaces <laughs> between the entire ranking, and then I'm just sitting there. I was like, "Damn, Tommy, it's cold blooded, okay." Yeah. But sounds like it gave you bulletin board material. Like I might have been what sort of you know lit the fire and you know got you where you are yeah. today. So you know you got to be careful not I to do that. I saw that was the same day when I talked to Michael about his interview, and he said he was like, "Yeah, Watson asked me, would you get any pointers for Daniel?" And I was like, "I was like, I shit." <laughs> <laughs> We're all here for you. We're just trying to help you be the best fantasy player you can be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, well, I, I got to start. Because I can't even shit talk. That's the worst part. I can't shit talk anybody. <laughs> well, not yet. A few more I wins and you'll be able to. Say, yeah. I'm like sitting there and I want to say something. And I'm like, I really can't. I'm, I'm like a redheaded stepchild right now. <laughs> I can't get pistol ripped. I had no chance. I think my game before this, I had no chance. I got completely throttled. Yeah. Just mm. like. I'm not a full roster against Zachy. I'm saying, watch. We're going to hit next week. And I'm going to like, three of my players, you know, injury reserve. I'm going to reach out my other ACL. Yep. And I'm, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, like, Zaggy's when I get the poor roster. Good. Yeah. I mean, not to not to reference a team no one likes, but it was like uh like the Patriots of like one or two you know a few years ago where like they were just you know struggling and then they play the Dolphins and they win and they don't lose the rest of the year and they go on and win the Super Bowl. Like it's just that one win that just turns the team around and everything starts clicking and you just keep rocking it up the scoreboard. And so those Jamboree games before you get the confidence back in the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're there for. So maybe whoever gets Zaki this week will get the same. Who knows? I know Zaki wins. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Not against me ever, but I hope he wins. Statistically, he's bound to get one, but we'll see against who that may be and when that might come. God. He's just, can he even, can he still even pull off a playoff run? Uh, yeah, going to feed out, he? yeah, I mean, we're just about at the halfway point. Our playoffs start in week 13. So he's 0 and 5. Is that 8 more? He could, I mean, if he wins that, he can go 8 and 5. It would depend on what happens with everybody else if it turns into a real slugfest here in, you know, in the middle of the standings. What is, what is Aggie makes it? That'd be the greatest comeback story. Yeah, that would be, that would be one for the ages. Oh, what interview that would be! You'd have to do an end of the season yeah. interview with him. I went. I, I went and looked. I think um, of all like the, all the years we've done this, the guy, the person who has won the championship has never been like the best record like in the league person. Like whoever finishes like oh, yeah, first no. in the regular season has yet to win the championship. Yeah, no, it never happens that way because it's always because we had uh, first off the the late because the players that are like the top contenders in the beginning usually aren't top contenders by the end. Like, they're usually more, like, conservative. They're doing, like, what they need to to get through the playoffs and everything else like that. But mm-hmm. the team start pulling back. Right. So then you get, like, all these other players that kind of show up and become better. So it's always, like, at the end of the season, it's whoever plays that waiver wire the most or does, yeah. like, a last-minute trade that usually has another team. Yeah, the intentions. It's like, waiver wire contenders. That's who wins it. Yeah, the intentions of actual NFL teams is the great equalizer when it comes to fantasy playoffs because, like you said, players that have been showing out, probably been doing it all year, they're going to start pulling back. It's like, well, we need to be ready for the actual playoffs. We don't care about your fantasy Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at the end of the season, so it's like you know, you get those like waiver wire backups and stuff like that. They're not going to see the field a lot, but they need to rely on to do it. You're probably not going to see that. But so that's the thing that's like so the playoffs. If we were actually in their playoffs, and yeah, all those big time players would be like good to have on your starting roster because they're probably going to ball out. Yep. But it's like if you're t- like God forbid, um, you get a team that's like guaranteed playoffs. They're not, the last three or four games, they're not even going to have their starter. In. Nope. So you're just fucked. <laughs> they'll play him. They'll play him maybe a half just to get him some reps, but they're not going to put him at risk or ask him to do anything yeah. impressive. So yeah. So you have all your players on those wild card teams, or like the teams that are like, oh, they're going to feed from here on out. They're getting playoffs. Yeah. Those are the players that be out there fighting for every yard. Yeah. 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 God forbid if you got Tom Brady, and yeah, they're going to feed the rest of the season, and they're in the last three games, and they're like, yeah, Tom Brady, you can play a half. Yeah. And it's like okay. Well. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the that is the game. That's uh, what makes fantasy a little bit more interesting, or just you know harder to predict. Yeah, for sure. But right, I'm gonna let you get on with your day. Thank you again for being with us. This is Daniel Price, backdoor Beckham, far from a stinker. <laughs> Expect to see him back real soon. Oh my gosh! Sneak, sneak it in, sneak it in, sneak it into the playoffs. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good time, brother. <laughs> what a sign-off.